Welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. We help you stay happy, healthy and whole so your small business can thrive and stay vital in this ever-changing world with holistic coaches and small business owners, Jill and Dan. Hello and welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. I'm Jill and I'm here with my podcasting partner, Daniel. Hello, Jill and hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. And today we are talking about apple cider vinegar. Now, this is something that I do, well, I have done for the probably about the last 25 years. Every day I drink apple cider vinegar and a lot of people ask me why and obviously what is the secret of health? <laughs> and um, I always say the vinegar. Vinegar is, in my opinion, one of the best things that you can take for your health. You know, we talked about supplements and stuff that don't really work. Well, let's talk about something that does work. Do you agree, John? Do you class it as a supplement? Oh, I think it's just a food, yeah. isn't it? I know, but it's like one of those things that you kind of take as a supplement to your diet, isn't it? It's not like a Yeah, you wouldn't diet. take it as part of a, a regular meal. No. Yeah, it's kind of actually it's it's nice salad dressing as well. You can't eat it. Yeah, people use it as salad dressings. I mean, you said there you've been taking it for for how long? Twenty five years. Twenty five years. I mean, I've probably been using it for about five years, but I'm a lot more sporadic than you. I maybe take it once a week or something. It's not like a routine for me. But there are a lot of beneficial effects in that what we we kind of describe. But I think it's gained a lot more attention in the last couple of years. Some people claim it. In the use these clickbait titles as like the super food that's gonna you know make you lose 50 pounds that's all rubbish really it's got good health benefits but like we always say you're gonna practice the six foundation factors and that's gonna help you lose 50 pounds or become healthier a lot quicker than just relying on vinegar but there are some health benefits so we're going to describe them here yeah so let me tell you why i started 25 years ago drinking vinegar it wasn't something that came to me naturally Um, I used to live next door to a lady who was from the Ukraine and, you know, we used to get chatting and stuff and we'd go around for meals and things. And I was about in my late 20s, so I'd always been like super, super skinny, like always. And then I started putting weight on and I was getting, I remember telling her this day that I'm putting weight on, I don't know why. And and then she was like, Jill, what do you need to do? (laughs) She spoke Russian, obviously. (laughs) She's quite a formidable lady, actually. (laughs) You didn't, if she told you to do something, you didn't not do it. And she said, you need to drink the vinegar. And I was like, what, drink vinegar? Are you having a laugh? And like, she was like, no, no, it's it's Russian. In the Russia we do, we drink vinegar. But she also said to mix it with honey. So honey and vinegar together. So she was like, come on, you need to do it. And I'll check up on you to make sure you're doing it. So I started drinking it. So actually I went to Holland and Barish and they have this thing called honiger. I was like, oh my God, it's a thing. Like people must do this. So I bought this bottle of honiger. And um, yeah, the first few, like Yulana was checking up on me, Svetlana. <laughs> she was checking up on me to make sure I was doing it. And uh, she said, what they do in Russia is have it before every meal and uh, drink it first thing on the morning, last thing at night and, and before every meal. So it's quite a, a thing in Russia. So I got this bottle of honiga and the first time I tried to drink it, I was like nearly sick. It was like drinking malt vinegar you know it was like I thought I can never do this never and you, know, you mix it with water but even so it was still it was just stinking and I was holding my nose and it was retching and I was like no I cannot do this but then it kind of got I thought right I'll get to the end of this bottle and it kind of got easier the more I did it <laughs> it 
got easier to drink and you kind of forget that you drink vinegar in the end. And then I stopped because obviously I came to the end of the bottle and then after a couple of days, I was like, oh, I, I kind of missing that. You know, like when you wake up sometimes, especially if you've got hair fever and stuff, you get that kind of like full up, like sinusy kind of thing that the back of your throat and the back of your nose. When you drink vinegar, that totally go- it takes that away, especially first thing on a morning. So I thought, oh, it didn't really affect my weight anywhere because that's what I originally took it for. And then I thought, oh, maybe she has got a point. So then I just started drinking the regular vinegar, missing out the honey aspect of it because I don't really like honey. And I, I think the honey's just there to like counteract the taste of the vinegar. So if you really don't like the vinegar, try the honeger. And then that was that from there, from there on. And I've done it every day now since for 25, well, on and off, you know, I don't really, sometimes I do take a bottle on holiday with us, but often I don't. But I do really notice if I don't take it now, I think I'm addicted. Are you still in contact with this mysterious Russian? <laughs> Russian. No, she just came. She came into my life, introduced the vinegar and then went. Was <laughs> she not, not a mirage? Was she not a dream? <laughs> she might have been a dream. Yeah. So that that was my that's my tale of um, vinegar from like 25 years ago, and I've done it every day since because some mysterious Russian lady told me to. See, I don't have a cool story like that. That's probably why I, <laughs> I don't drink it as much as you. I didn't there was yeah. no mysterious Russian princess came and told me that <laughs> that the elixir to life was apple cider vinegar. Yeah. So if I stop, she might reappear and start like. <laughs> telling us to do it so yeah so now I've done this for 25 years and every morning so this is my morning routine right it's not very complicated <laughs> I get up I have a pint glass my special pint glass that I fill with water and then I just tip in like you were going to do like a dilute the orange you know like that kind of strength um some vinegar and then I just down it and that's the thing I do first thing on the morning just down a pint of vinegar well water and vinegar it wakes me up on the morning it's definitely got that very yang effect to it, that very kind mm. of fiery, it does live in Europe, doesn't it? Yeah. So and I just have it first thing and then that's it done. That's me vinegar done for the day. And obviously you're getting some hydration there as well, getting a pint of water in you. Yeah, I always think if I start the day with a pint of water, not pint of, not pint of alcohol, then that's like, you know, that set me, uh, four pints is like two litres of water. So I think, well, I've done a, quarter already and then if I get another one in by by 12 and then two in the afternoon and then that's me water done for the day and you said that when you first started taking it it was clearing that kind of kind of congestion yes so that could be due to the it's got like an antibacterial effect to it so it could be that but also again it's got that kind of heat to it where like it just livens everything up and gets everything going doesn't it so yeah but we should really mention that because it's more and more popular there's quite a lot of cheap not as healthy versions so if you have considered getting apple cider vinegar there's a certain type which you should go for so mm. you would need to get organic apple cider vinegar with what is called the mother i didn't even know what this was really until researching for the podcast but i always was just told to drink it with the mother that's what makes it beneficial mm-hmm. the stuff without the mother is just dead it's like being pasteurized so the mother is a group of proteins enzymes and friendly bacteria and you'll know if it has the mother in because it has this really murky, cloudy appearance and it settles to the bottom of it's the... Like string. It's like stringing through yeah, it, Yeah, it's it? like stringy, so you have to shake the bottle up every time mm-hmm. to, to mix it all up. So you'll know if it's got the mother in. It'll tell you on the label, but if it's got that murky appearance, especially at the bottom, that's the good stuff. 
that's where all the proteins and the enzymes and the friendly bacteria are. And the brand that I see most people drinking, which is the good organic stuff and the one that I get, and I think you get, is Bragg's apple cider vinegar. So, yeah, so the mother, let's just talk a little bit about the mother. That's what makes it a probiotic. Apple cider vinegar is actually a probiotic, so it's really good for your gut health. And in your gut, the um, vitamin B5 is made. And it's specifically apple cider vinegar that can help that gut flora and fauna to produce that. Um, so the mother is, yeah, so like Dan described it, it is the collection of bacteria, really. Um, the mother's in sourdough. So have you never seen when the children hand, hand down the mother and say, this is like from 25 years ago, this mother has kept. So you use the mother, you put it in the fridge. It's like in a little bottle. And then that's what you make your sourdough bread from. You can grow your own mother from, um, I've done it before myself when I was making sourdough. You have to buy the yeast and the water and a bit of sugar and you kind of keep it at the right temperature and stuff. And that's what creates the fermentation process. So, um, yeah, I actually use a brand called Biona that I get off Amazon because I buy it in a massive vat now. <laughs> <laughs> so it gets I get in this big vat. Uh so yeah, so I moved off the honeyger and now I've upgraded, obviously, because I think honeyger is just like a generic bland brand and it's obviously got the honey mixed in as well. So then I obviously just get organic and with the mother in, yeah. So do check. And there's different ones because when I was away up our caravan a couple of weeks ago, not a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago. Uh, last year in fact <laughs> when was the last time I went uh, I forgot to take my bottle with us and I went to the shop and bought another one which looked like nice but it was it tasted different so it's kind of like finding the one that you like the taste of as well like wine you know it has different tastes there's like more um kind of bitter ones and the sweeter ones so you can play around with it actually it's quite interesting Whichever brand you get, the most important part is make sure it's got the mother in and it's got all that friendly bacteria. Because if you get one without the mother in, which you can't get, then it's been pasteurized and it's killed all the bacteria and there's no enzymes. So the beneficial effects that you're drinking it for are not actually there. So it's just a waste of money. Yeah. So like Dan said, there's lots of been lots of health benefits and um, probably over exaggerated health benefits. But people have been using vinegar for health reasons for centuries. You know, before we had all these drugs and things and uh, medical interventions, like things like vinegar were a natural antibiotic and a natural cleanser and, and anti bacterial and all that kind of stuff so I think when we spoke with Louise with Lou the aromatherapist she was saying the vinegar is really good for you know cleaning your windows and stuff like that so it's really good as I think you were saying like for spraying down your vegetables and getting the chemicals off your vegetables I wash my hair with it sometimes really good if you get that build up of product in your hair and you just want your hair to be stripped down and it actually makes your hair really soft if you wash your hair in vinegar it's really nice you can use it in like a face face stuff like cleansers so there's lots of it's not going to harm you so lots of ways that you can use it most people are obviously going to ingest it through drinking it with water like you do one of the things it can potentially help you with people who get heartburn a lot or digestive issues. There's, it's kind of like a little test. So if you drink some apple cider vinegar, maybe about 20 minutes before you have your meal and then you have your food 
normally you would get heartburn after your meal, but you don't experience that. That's proof your body's not producing enough hydrochloric acid because when you drink apple cider vinegar, that stimulates hydrochloric acid production. So if you have your vinegar, have your meal, and then your heartburn's not there like it normally would be, it shows that you've got a hydrochloric acid deficiency. So you kind of just keep drinking vinegar for the rest of your life, maybe short term, like, yeah, that's a good solution, but you need to find out why you're deficient in hydrochloric acid production. So that's mm. a good little, it's a good little test you can do on yourself. And yeah, like I said, in the short term, it's going to help, but then try and get to the root cause of, of why it's happening. Cool. So is that why the Russians then drink it before every meal and stuff like a, an aperitif? I guess it prepares your gut, doesn't it, for food? All that vodka. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, probably to counteract all the vodka they have with every meal. <laughs> so, yeah, like we said, apple cider vinegar has been touted around as a cure-all for everything. Obviously, it's not. It's like we always say, this is the cherry on top of the cake. It's not the cake. The cake is your foundation principles and all that kind of jazz. This is like something that you can add into your life to enhance all of those things once you've got everything else right. So here's a few things that I've got written down. I know you've got a few as well, Dan, that it does. So we'll just go through them and have a little talk as we see fit. So the first one I've got is it's a natural laxative and it improves digestion. So if you have got any problems, constipation, you know, getting stuff through and out of your system is really important. I've just been talking to my um menor power group about the importance of this because especially when you if you're having any hormonal problems what often happens is um, the liver processes say let's say estrogen and then it sends it to the colon to wait to be eliminated if you're not eliminating it in time it gets reabsorbed into the bloodstream the hormone and then it floods the system so people get this thing called estrogen dominance which means that they've got too much estrogen in their system compared to the progesterone it's kind of completely out of balance uh, and that can often be a reason why that like you're not getting the getting it eliminated out when it should be so that your liver has to do double the work so you don't really want that because your liver's already got enough to do living in this modern world so drinking something like apple cider vinegar can improve digestion and send stuff through especially if you drink it like me with a pint of water then water vinegar you're sorted it kind of goes almost hand in hand with what I was saying previously. Like if you're having digestive issues, heartburn is essentially a digestive issue. It's kind of higher up the chain than, than being constipated. It happens sooner, but it's still a digestion issue. So mm-hmm. if it's if it's going to help you, then, then go for it. But you probably should address why you're constipated in the first place or you're having digestive issues. But it's normally a good... It's kind of like a test when you, if you take the vinegar, it helps. It's proven that there's something wrong. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it not, not, not necessarily a solution. It should be one of the six foundation factors, which you probably need to get sorted. If, you, if you're constipated, you're probably dehydrated or you're, you've got a food intolerance somewhere. Or in the same, if you've got heartburn, the vinegar might help you short term, but really try and address the long term issue. Yeah, there's no movement and flow, flowing through your body and flowing out of your body. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Hopefully it's not flowing (laughs) because that's also another problem. Right. Um, Next one I've got on my list is lowers blood sugar. So it can be used um, to help lower your blood sugar if you've got borderline type 2 diabetes. 
obviously, like we always say, it's not going to shift the dial massively, but any of these little things, because your body's so finely tuned that sometimes all it needs is a little push in the right direction and it can make the difference, can't it? Yeah. And you mentioned the cornerstone habits quite a lot. So for mm-hmm. you, it's a really good habit. It's a healthy habit. On the morning, you have your apple cider vinegar. If that's going to help you have a, a healthier day, then absolutely go for it. Physiologically, it might only have a tiny benefit. But if that's going to lead to doing your six foundation factors a lot better, if it's going to make you keep on your hydration, if it's going to make you digest your food better, then these are actually really big benefits. But having the vinegar on the morning like you do could be the catalyst for all these big changes. Yeah, I often think like even if I've had like the crappiest of days and eaten crap and not done what I wanted to do, I think, well, at least I had my pint of vinegar on first thing on the morning. It's done then, isn't it? You know, uh, one of the good points here about lowering blood sugar is um, if you often wake up in the night and need to go to the toilet and a lot of uh, my clients complain that they don't get a good night's sleep because they always get woken up because they need to go to the loo. Sometimes it's not your bladder waking you up, it's uh, because your blood sugar's dropping and it's your brain going into a bit of a panic mode because your brain's really selfish and wants to stay alive as much as it can and your brain needs sugar. Your brain needs your um, blood sugar to be exactly right. So if it feels like it's dropping, it will wake you up and you'll think it's your bladder that's working you up, but it's not. So drinking a bit of apple cider vinegar just before you go to bed can help regulate your blood sugar for while you're asleep so it can stop that happening. And quite a few of my clients have used it. My husband uses it too as well. Sometimes he used to get up in the night and sometimes he now started drinking apple cider vinegar just before he went to bed. Not a pint of it, just because you can have it in hot or cold water. I prefer it in cold, but he has it just a little bit in a cup of hot water before he goes to bed. Yeah, if you're going to drink loads before you go to bed, then you're obviously going to get up and have a wee. Yeah, so because your bladder will be full. Small amount, yeah. My next point is it increases satiety and helps weight loss so this was my obviously my first reason for trying it it didn't work for me for weight loss or satiety but yeah some people say it does there's actually been some studies done where it was trying to combat that feeling of not feeling full after a meal so people started supplementing with good quality apple cider vinegar and there were some positive results it was only small scale but it was yeah it was making people feel fuller for longer and it could be due to that blood sugar regulation and insulin production. It'll mm-hmm. stop those peaks and those valleys of blood sugar going all over the place. Mm-hmm. So it'll just give you more of a normal kind of even keel. Cool. I've got reduces belly fat, which probably because it's um, a natural laxative, it's moving things through your body and all of the stuff that we've just spoken about, blood sugar, and it makes you feel fuller for longer those kind of things can all reduce the bloat as well, especially if you're drinking it with a pint of water as well. That also gets through and rid of the bloat. So I would say that that's probably the reasons why. And uh, if it regulates your blood sugar as well, you're not having, like you just said, those insulin peaks because as you get older, you become more resistant to insulin. So your body has to release more of it. And then you've suddenly got loads of it in your system and then it, all the sugar just gets stored as fat. Yeah, it was a good point that you said, getting rid of the bloat and all these kind of health benefits that's also going to come from if you're drinking it with a pint of water some people are so dehydrated 99% of the health problems could just come from rehydrating themselves so Mm. even just increasing your water intake even just by half a pint could result in all these health benefits it might not necessarily be the vinegar it could be just being hydrated a little bit more but if having the vinegar in there means that you're going to drink more every day then that's an excellent 
kind of health byproduct of doing it, isn't it? Yeah, it's like all these health shakes and stuff that say you've got to eat healthy, but take this shake and you'll lose weight. And it's like, you're not losing weight because of the shake. You're losing weight because you're eating healthy and living healthy, you know? Yeah, you've cut out all the takeaways and yeah. all the crap food. It's not the shake. It's the fact that you've taken everything away. Yeah. Um, next one lowers cholesterol. So again, it's probably just getting stuff through your system and out. It's not to be said for the floor. <laughs> Rhythm and flow. Rhythm and flow. <laughs> Lowers blood pressure, prevents and decreases the risk of getting cancer and slows down the growth of cancer cells. That's a huge one, yeah. Yeah, so I'm a bit obsessed with not getting cancer, so that's a big tick in my book. And my final points are apple cider vinegar, the ingredient, what it contains are magnesium, very important for the menopausal woman because magnesium starts to deplete and that's what can make your joints ache and set off a stress response. So we don't want to have that. So if you can't sleep on a night, sometimes magnesium spray is really good. The way I found out about magnesium spray, right, is one of my clients is a dressage rider and she used, she's used to use it on the horses before they go into the ring because they get a bit tetchy. So she, she said, oh, we use magnesium spray on the horses. And then she said, I started using it on myself and I felt like calmer as well. So I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So I started telling some of my clients and they were all like, oh, yeah, you can get it from Holland and Barrett as well. And um, it's really good for if you've got like, do you ever get that twitchy leg thing? Like Stephen, my husband has it like restless legs where his legs just move like randomly. It's really weird. No, I don't, but I know people who do it. I kind of understand it, but it is yeah. very common. Yeah, it is very common. <laughs> it's, very, it's weird, isn't it? Stephen has it. It's bizarre. Anyway, yeah, if you get that kind of like twitchiness and stuff, magnesium spray can really help. Yeah. I don't recommend getting the horse strength one, but you know, you can get the human strength one. Yeah, if you get the horse strength one, you'll be good on the gallops though. So. <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to good on the dressage. <laughs> so um, anyway, I digress. Iron, phosphorus, manganese, amino acids and antioxidants. And we want more antioxidants in our lives. The research that I did showed that it's good for helping with acne as well. But I couldn't really find out if it was through putting it on your skin topically mm. or just through having, through ingesting it. But I know you, you you can put it on your skin with other products like bentonite yeah. clear. It's not going to harm yeah. you. No, no. So so probably antibacterial as well. So if you're getting like infections into in to the follicles and the pores, then it probably would be a more natural way of cleansing it and stuff, yeah. Yeah, so if you do suffer with skin issues there are quite a few videos on youtube of people who are into natural health and who use apple cider vinegar they show you recipes and things of how to put it on your skin so it could be something to try like you say the antibacterial thing if you, if you do have kind of open sores on your face or anything it's it might sting but i think ultimately it's going to do some good yeah and it's not like malt vinegar so it's not as strong i don't think it's as strong smelling or strong tasting as malt vinegar um, ultimately, it has come from apples that have been fermented. So it's, it is, I reckon, I think that apple cider vinegar is one of my top tips, really, for health, as well as the foundation principles, of course. I think it's just for you, it's just become a cornerstone habit. Yeah, it's just, it's just it a sign that you're going to have a good day. If you've, you've had your vinegar, at least you've ticked that box and you're hydrated. And like we said, if, even if, if it just moves the needle a little bit, or if that's the catalyst for big change, they both benefits, aren't they? So yeah, exactly, exactly. And one thing that this is not is, and I've mentioned this before, which is the right bugbear of mine. It's not a pig and 
gummy bear. You heard this, don't you? You mentioned it about 10 times. Oh, I heard it. There's the amount of people who I've said, oh, I really like, ask me, like, what's, because it's meant to be really good for irritable bowel syndrome, okay? And a couple of people who've mentioned to me that they've got irritable bowel syndrome and I've said, oh, well, I've heard that apple cider vinegar is really good. It's not going to do any harm. It's worth a try. And the next thing I know, they've gone and bought some apple cider vinegar gummy bears because that's like the latest thing where they think they've took an element of the apple cider vinegar and put it in a, it's like saying, I want to drink wine. I'm going to eat a wine gum, in my opinion. It's like nowhere near anywhere whiny or vinegary. They're trying to get the benefits without putting the hard work in. The hard like work is drinking the vinegar. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's not as pleasant as taking something sugary, is it? Obviously, yeah. the gummy's going to taste nicer. It's like saying you want to get in shape, but you only want to exercise, you know, sat on the couch, lifting your arms up. You I just have want to, to do one bicep curl and I want to have arms like Serena. It's just a short-term approach, kind of that's the way society is, isn't it? Yeah, so invest in a good, decent bottle of organic with the mother apple cider vinegar and don't come to me with a gummy bear and drink a pint of it in cold water every morning yeah and see what happens it certainly helps your skin i think and see if a magical russian lady appears and starts (laughs) that's congratulating you for drinking your vinegar every day yeah if you have a weird russian lady turning up at your door saying drink the vinegar then you know you're doing it right she's actually just a saleswoman for biona that's all she is (laughs) 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 yeah so it's funny how people come in your life and tell you how to do something and then you end up doing it for like 20 odd years isn't that bizarre that was probably thinking about it that's probably the first healthy thing i ever did for my health i never really thought about my health much well you don't do you when you're young you just take it for granted everything starts from just one like i think we have these inbuilt interests yeah like an archetype they they are in us we all different we all have different interests but there is just always one little spark that gets that thing moving like we're doing a podcast now i remember almost 10 years ago when podcast first came out i was listening to them so early on and i was thinking this is brilliant i can yeah. i can instead of listening to the radio i can choose a topic which i'm interested in there's no adverts mm-hmm. I, it was on demand i could listen to it whenever i wanted and i remember thinking ah, that's there's something to this this is really good and now we're here look at us yeah exactly it's it's strange isn't it? and for all I know, my first experience of a podcast could have been terrible and I would never have gone back to them. But because mm-hmm. it was a good one about health and fitness, it just stuck with me. It was just that one kind of, it's almost everything's kind of just feels like by chance, but then, or is it fate? Yeah, is it kind some of, kind of something has, some seed has been planted in your brain somewhere and then suddenly it starts to grow. So for me, yeah, mad Russian lady telling me that I had to drink it, me being scared, drinking it, and then now I've kind of never without it. Yeah. Taking it on holiday with it. It would be Bizarre. funny to, to trace back everything that like is a major part of your life. If you could trace back to the very moment where you first yeah. kind of heard about it or, or did it or experienced it, it'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would actually. I can see that's got you, the cogs turning. Yeah, it. that's like we should <laughs> do a podcast on the first time we heard about something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How bizarre. Anyway, Dan, so that's, have you got anything to add about apple cider vinegar? No, that's, that's all my crack about vinegar. Oh, you crack. You need to get back on it as a, as a cornerstone consistency habit. Yeah. And what all that will take for me to do that is I just need to get it out the cupboard and just have it on the kitchen counter. because I'll then mm-hmm. see it and drink it. Because yeah. I put it away. I'm, 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 a, I'm a neat freak. Everything has to, like is in a place. 
do it as one of your like freaky things that you do <laughs> these freaky things did you just tell me before that you sat with a needle in your arm to overcome your fear of needles no i've got a I wouldn't say it's a phobia, but I'm pretty afraid of needles and injections and syringes. So I thought this is totally irrational. Millions and or billions of people get it and they're not scared. Why why should I be scared of this? I'm not I'm not afraid of blood. So I did two things. I went and well, I went and gave blood, which is good. Like it's obviously you help people and mm-hmm. I was okay once the needle was in. I just didn't look for the whole kind of twenty minutes it was in there. But I didn't feel too clever afterwards. But I don't mm-hmm. think that was the needle. I think it was the pint of blood they took, they <laughs> taken out of me. Yeah. But then I thought, right, I need to get over this fear of needles. So I actually went and got some acupuncture. And I couldn't even see the needles because they were going in the back of my shoulder. And I, after about 15 seconds, <laughs> and I couldn't even see the needles, I just I thought I was going to pass out. Just the fact that I knew there was needles going into my skin. I just I started sweating. I went bright red. I th- and ch- take them out immediately and then I felt fine so I don't know maybe in a past life or something I've had a bad experience with needles because maybe I've had well, are you inj- still scared of them now then is it not cured you no I don't like them at all no, so I'm never gonna I need hypnosis in... yeah so I'm never gonna sit in a frog infested lake yeah that's I? your f- I don't think it's it's not as bad a phobia as you with fo- with frogs but I don't <laughs> like them and I think most of the, the one of the biggest parts is it's when you you have to give blood at the doctors and they tie that band around your arm and you can yeah. see all your veins and it's like that dead arm feeling. Oh god, I just it's making me feel faint even thinking about it, to be honest. I think I do have a phobia. Yeah, I think you do. <laughs> I think it's possibly as bad as my frog phobia, to be fair. So uh yeah. So yeah, Dan does this weird stuff where like he decides that something's controlling his life and then just cuts it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good how you can do that. Yeah. Like you could score cold turkey. Mm. I think that's a, a good way. So, yeah. So, you need to go reverse cold turkey on the vinegar. Warm turkey. <laughs> Warm turkey, hot turkey. <laughs> <laughs> so, hot turkey on the vinegar. <laughs> Anyone who's listening to this podcast now thinks we've lost our minds. Okay, Dan, let's finish it up there. What are you doing? Where are you going? What's happening quickly? Gym opens in two and a half weeks. So, getting prepared for that. Yay. That's pretty much the the biggest thing. Unless the whole world goes to pot in the next couple of weeks, that should be it. Excellent. Excellent. Me, I'm just about to finish one of my programs. Yay. And now I'm getting ready to reopen my studio for one-to-ones. And then hopefully classes can start mid-May. I'm excited because I've got all my new apparatus. Pilates apparatus, as Michael would call it. And it's awesome. Honestly, the reformer is like, you need to come and get on my reformer, Dan. It's really good. Just make sure if I do is that you're going to give us some of that magnesium spray like you give to the horses as well. <laughs> I'll be... spray you down afterwards. <laughs> it's like um, it, the, the reformer is so good because it forces you into the correct alignment, but then you're going through lots. It's like doing a, a lunge into a splits, into a plank. Like you're flowing through the moves. So it's really good for joints. I reckon it would really enhance the strength training program actually because uh, you know when you're doing strength training you're kind of doing one move all the time like get really good at it but the what the reformer would do would get you into that position to do the strength move but then flow you into the next move so your muscle you never have that time off tension yeah, time without tension so it's, it's more really athletic good. yeah really good i think it would really enhance a, a strength training program cool but, when, when i'm allowed to come visit i'll come over and have a go yeah you can 
my husband's on it every week now. He's, and in fact, he said the other day, oh, I haven't got that ache in my hip anymore because he had a bit of an ache after his uh, double hip replacement. There you go. Did, was it not you spraying him with WD-40 and magnesium? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got some WD-40 in the <laughs> studio, actually. Right, okay then, yes, yeah, so you can find me on organicpilates.co.uk and I'm going to be running a free programme soon as well. So get signed up to my newsletter, which you can do on my website. Um, I've got a free Back to Balance programme to get everyone back in the swing, back into balance, ready to emerge, to leap out of lockdown rather than crawl out and run back in again. And remember, everyone, you can find the podcast on iTunes Podcasts. Where else, Jill? Spotify, Podbean. Spotify, my website. Your website. Google Home. Alexa. Alexa. Alexa everywhere. Everywhere Just you want to listen to a pod, we're there. We've got you covered. We release new episodes every Monday, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could leave a little bit of a review and a five-star rating and share the love past the pod yeah you remember guys please just share it share it on social media share it on share it to a friend you know we really appreciate it, it just helps us get the word out and the more people that we can help the better for the world and the planet absolutely so thanks everyone and we'll see you again soon bye